ladies, and welcome back to Ordinary Things, Extraordinary Love. My name is Jennifer, and you may know me as Bibles and Boots. Ordinary Things, Extraordinary Love is a podcast aimed at helping women cultivate prayer lives. I want to invite you this Christmas season to join me as we unwrap some amazing episodes from the vault. As we switched platforms, I didn't want to lose sight of some awesome interviews we have with ladies who are full of inspiration and insight into the kingdom of God. Join us by listening to each of these episodes with your Bible, journal, pen and highlighter, and a cozy drink. And even if you've heard some of these interviews before, I want to invite you to stay tuned and join us anyway, because before and after each episode, I'm going to offer a little bit more to the experience, more that you can take into your personal prayer lives and experience this Christmas season possibly like never before. I hope this season is full of prayer opportunities for you, and I hope that you come to know Christmas a little deeper and a little bit more special this year with us. When you're ready, unpause this, and let's dive into an awesome interview together. All right, ladies, welcome back. As I said in the intro, we are going to dive into the Christmas season by opening up some beautiful interviews that I've had with ladies from across the world that just desire to share their prayer lives with you. Today we're actually going to be um, using an interview we haven't used before. It's the only one. Um, We're going to be talking with a lady called My Unique and just sharing into her insight of prayer and how the Lord works in her life in radical ways. The beauty of sharing our faith is that we can be encouraged and inspired by one another. So my prayer is that you are encouraged each and every one of these ladies that we chat with. None of you would have heard this interview before. As I said, it is brand new. I want to invite you to join me for a moment of prayer before we dive into our interview. I think one thing that the podcast was missing last year as we talked with each lady was a personal experience of prayer for you which is what the podcast started as. So to kind of join forces in what this podcast was meant to be and what it slowly became, we're going to be kind of revisiting these episodes to really draw out our personal faith lives and really grow in holiness with the Lord as we begin 2021. Um, And just as we celebrate this Christmas season, I think we often forget that Christmas is a season. It is a 50-day season. And in the old church calendar, Christmas would have lasted until the 2nd of February, and so let's do our best to live that out Um, in our home. That means our Christmas tree is going to stay up, and it means that we're going to sit in prayer each day with you. Today, I want to invite you to open up your Bible to Luke chapter 17, verse 6. In Luke chapter 17, verse 6, we are going to hit on a theme that my unique really brought into her experience of prayer She's going to talk with us about what it looks like for her to have mustard seed faith. In our time together in this prayer, we're going to ponder what that might mean in our own personal lives. So if you have your Bible open up, we're going to begin to pray. Feel free to journal as we open up our scripture together each day. Feel free to highlight in your Bible so that you can come back to prayer, maybe to sit in silence with the Lord and ask him what these particular verses might mean to your own life. Luke chapter 17 verse 6 reads, And the Lord said, If you had faith as a grain of mustard seed, you could say to this tree, 
be up and be planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Ladies, the Lord invites you to have this faith. He proclaims that if you did, what amazing things you could do. I don't know what faith, I don't know how big or great or grand you think it might be, or how little. I don't know how hard you are in your faith, or if you recognize the good that you do, or those moments of grace that the Lord offers. But what I do know is that if you're here, joining me in prayer, that you have more faith than many, and that if this is even the only thing you do on top of church, that mustard seed is there. It's an invitation, least to be reminded that with such faith, we can do great things. We're going to hear from my unique today how she inspires so many people with this mustard seed faith, how she began her journey with such little trust that God is good and that that was more than enough. Through death, through loss, through hardship, we can come to find the Lord. We can come to trust in his goodness and we can know that he is God. In our time together, my unique is going to share some beautiful ways that she took a very hard experience, an experience that might make many lose that mustard seed faith, and how she planted it and watched it grow, and continues to watch it grow each and every day as it stems from her personal prayer life. Ladies, if you don't have a personal prayer life, if you don't think your prayer is good, I invite you to really use, especially this Christmas season, to rejuvenate it. If you experience Advent and it came and went, you get a second chance. Christmas is even longer than Advent. Unwrap this season day by day. Allow it to be a gift to your prayer life and allow your prayer life to grow into something beautiful so that anyone who comes in contact with you can experience his love and his grace. If you need a few moments to ponder that, if you need a few moments to consider what your faith or what mustard seed faith looks like or what you called to do with it in your own personal life, pause this. And when you're ready, unpause it. And we're going to chat with my unique about what it's done in her life. All right. Hi, my unique. How are you? Good. How are you doing today? Good. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad that we finally found a time that works. <laughs> yes. Thank you for having me. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, my unique, I have been following your social media for a while now. So I was very excited when you decided to um, take me up on my offer to chat because I think you just offer such a unique perspective to the world. And um, I mean, it's just incredible having 90,000 followers, 90.8 thousand followers on Instagram to share just the gospel of Christ. And I would love to hear more, um, not only about who you are and kind of what you do, but what inspired such a bold and beautiful mission. Um. To be honest, it's like, it's so funny because people ask me that and then I tell them and it's like, it's like a sad moment, but I believe that the Lord uses so much of our brokenness um, just to tell a beautiful story. And so actually Instagram for Believers was birthed out of my brother's death. Um, I lost my brother to suicide in 2011 and it was just like a life-changing moment for myself and my family. But um, 
at the time I was 17 going on 18 and he was 18 going on 19. And I just felt this urge in my heart to, to really want to encourage people because I just felt that, you know, there were so many things that my family endured in that one season. And um, I had conversations with the Lord and it was just like, if I could encourage someone who was possibly, you know, like ready to end their life or just like depression and anxiety, just dealing with that. If I could encourage one person in that to not make the the choice that my brother did, um, then I would be doing my due diligence, you know? So um, oh, yeah. it actually started from that of just like, God, let me encourage one person. And so um, back in, I'm like, I actually am naturally shy and people never believe me, but back then Instagram didn't have like videos and stuff. So it was easier for me to post a picture with a caption um, and encourage people without them having to see me. And so yeah. I told the Lord, if I could just do one post a day to encourage someone with the with a caption that he would put on my heart, then then I would do that. And the Lord has literally honored that um, for the last nine years, almost of Instagram for Believers. That is incredible. Wow. So nine years of this mission field and how has it, I mean, I can't imagine that it hasn't shaped you and changed you and helped you grow closer to Christ. What does that look like? Um, yeah, it absolutely has. Um, because I've, I've grew up in a Christian household, so I have known the Lord my entire life, but it wasn't until these moments that I really started seeking him. And it was kind of like, okay, let me stop depending on my mom and her faith to get me through seasons. Um, I had to, I had to pick up my Bible on my own. And so, um, that's what started it. And, and I tell people, who ask me all the time, like Instagram for Believers is, is literally a direct um, kind of example of my relationship with the Lord. Because people are always like, okay, well, how do you how do you come up with things to say? Or how do you come up with captions? And I'm like, well, I spend time with the Lord and I naturally do my devotions at night because it's easier for me. Um, and so I literally like the Lord will just put something on my heart and then I type it and then it becomes a post the next day. So it's literally a direct reflection um, of just spending time with the Lord and just being in his presence, whether that be just reading my word all night, or sometimes I really just like playing worship music to like settle my spirit. Um, so it, it's just, it's been great, actually. It's hard, but I think in the end, because I know the reward is greater in heaven, um, that it's something that I would get very like excited about. Yeah. That is so beautiful. I love it. I think when we honor the Lord and we just see the fruits of what Yes. he does it is just overwhelming and just yes. so remarkable and and honestly this um this is very little podcast and my my twitter is very little too um some people would think it's a little bit bigger than little but um yeah. in comparison to a lot of what i see i'm still a baby out there and but i can i can remember the moment that it began too, right? When the Lord just invites you to do something and it, yeah. it's just like a profound moment on your heart and you can't say no. And it doesn't seem like such right. a big deal and you have no idea that it's yep. going to kick off the way it does. And so, yep. um, I, I hear you with that. I, I can't even imagine how it stemmed from a moment of loss, but what the Lord did with that is incredible and how he used you is such a gift to the world. Um, I also just want to note, like, I, I love that you just shared that it stems from your prayer, which of course, doing something that kicks off the way it has being centered around the Lord, there's no denying that you have a prayer life. Um, would you mind letting us into that a little bit? What does your prayer life look like? I know you said you kind of take it at night and he puts, yeah. you know, words on your heart through your time together, but yeah. um, what does it kind of look like or what are the things he's kind of been saying recently that have helped you help the world? 
Yeah. Um, okay. So in general, my prayer life is literally, and people find it funny because a lot of the times when we think prayer, people think like, you know, like there are some people who are incredible, like prayer powerhouses, you know, that literally can tear their walls down. And so um, I think sometimes people get intimidated with prayer because they think it has to be super eloquent with a lot of big words and just like, you know, um, not that the Holy Spirit isn't there, but they're waiting for these Holy Spirit moments. And I think that I, in my prayer life, have found um, the art of simplicity, meaning mm. Anytime I go before the Lord, it's literally just general conversations as if I was talking to my best friend. And so I think that the Lord delights so much in that where I realize I don't have to have fancy words. Um, I don't have to have it all together. Like sometimes I go before God and I, and I get down and I'm like, God, today honestly just sucked. Yeah. And I hated it, you know? And that's just me being real. And it, like, I keep it how I would talk to one of my best friends, like on the phone or anything like that. I just keep it you know, very just simplistic between me and the Lord. And sometimes that doesn't make sense to people, but it makes sense for me and him. And so I love just being vulnerable before the Lord. I think that is so important when it comes to prayer is that sometimes we fear not talking to God about things and we fear even sharing things. And it's, it's kind of funny because first off, he already knows, but second of all, he just wants us to be the one to tell him, you know, like when it comes to me and my best friends, like I've always had this heart of like, I never want to find out things about you guys from someone else. I would rather you tell yeah. me. And that's just something that I, I also honor with my friendships. Like I'm very close to like call someone like, hey, this just happened, wanted to tell you. Um, and so I feel like that's how the Lord is, is that he already knows these things because he's God. But sometimes he just wants us to be his children. He wants us to be his best friends and he just wants us to tell him. So um, I found such simplicity in my prayers of like, sometimes I'm like, God, I just want to cry and eat waffle fries tonight. Like I'm not having the best day. And then there are days where I'm just like overjoyed of like, God, just thank you for who you are. Thank you for allowing me um, to walk in these steps that you're, that you're ordaining for my life. And so um, that has honestly just been my prayer life for the last couple of years of just keeping it simple with God. Um, in this season, particularly since quarantine started, um, the Lord really had put having prayer of like mustard seed faith on my heart of just like one day I was studying through the gospels again and it just kept coming up mustard seed faith what kind of seed are you mustard seed faith and so I actually went out and bought just a jar of mustard seeds to keep in my room um, because sometimes when I don't want to pray or when I don't want to like be super involved with like church things and so um, I used to tell God like I am barely hanging on right now God and so um, the Lord in this last season um, back in March actually was just was just like it's okay if that little bit is all you have on because that's all I need and so um, over the last couple of months I've been praying mustard seed faith prayers of like sometimes it feels impossible and I still have doubts but God I still have this mustard seed faith that x y and z um, is going to to come to pass and so if it aligns up biblically and I believe that's what the Lord is calling um, then I've just had this mustard seed faith prayer um, over the last couple of months so it's also it's been awesome um, definitely not easy because there are times where I still doubt and I'm like God I don't want to do this anymore you know but um, he's so faithful every time no matter how long it's been um, I have a little jar of literal prayers that I have mustard seeds attached to these papers and mm. so um, even just recently one of the things that I had put in this jar back in June has come to pass and it's now September, well, October, um, came to pass in September and it's the beginning of October. So it was cool to, to read back on that and realize that I had that much faith in prayer for something and watching God just be a come through kind of God. Yeah. 
That's awesome. And that's such a beautiful way to do it. Putting it in a jar. I, I highly encourage women all the time to journal or to write down those mm-hmm. things. Cause like you said, it's watching so them come alive yes. is unreal. Yeah. Yes. Oh, incredible. It's Thank so you for important. sharing that with us. Yes, of course. Awesome. I'm so excited. Yeah. Well, in part two of this episode, uh, my unique, we're going to go a little bit into um, a little bit behind the scenes, what a day in the life looks like and have conversations such as those. And I'm excited to share that with you over on Patreon. But before we get there, um, I'd like to ask the ladies I chat with three questions that sometimes seem a little overwhelming. They're kind of general, but I love to know. um, Oh, and I actually have asked you this before, right? Because you were in tribe for a minute, but I'd love to hear from people. What does happiness, healthiness, and holiness mean to you? Um, Okay, so happiness, I think at a, like early on with my relationship with Jesus, I found that happiness is him, meaning it doesn't matter how many friends I have, how many followers I have, how many people send me messages telling me I'm encouraging um, if I'm not truly rooted and planted in the Lord and, and getting my happiness from from that, um, I'm going to fail every single time. And so there have been times where I have tried. Um, so I think that happiness is just living in, in the life that the Lord has for me. Um, and I say that because I'm, I've been a person that kind of like tries a lot of different things. And so growing up, I never knew what I wanted to do with my life. And I had I had a career in basketball all throughout high school, um, trophies and all like MVP. So for me, because I was good at that, I was like, okay, I'll just play basketball, you know, but then I'm like a homebody and I never wanted to be too far from home. So I was like, I kind of don't want to like leave to a different state right now, right after, right after high school. Um, So I started graphic and web design, which is actually what my bachelor's is in. And again, that was something that like, I was like, I'm quite good at it. It'll make me a lot of money. And I can be close to my family. And so I actually have my bachelor's degree in that because I thought that would be my life. And so um, it wasn't until I I met the Lord and he introduced me to ministry that I became like overjoyed with like, no, this is my passion. Like, this is what I'm called to do. And I find that so funny um, because I had tried so many different things growing up, but it was like things that were good and I was content doing it, but I wasn't passionate and I wasn't like extremely happy all the time to be doing it. Um, Walking with the Lord has been something that has brought me just a lot of passion and a lot of happiness regardless of any other situation going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be what my happiness would, would sound like. And then what That's was beautiful. the other one? Yeah, so healthiness and holiness. Healthy, healthiness, okay. Healthiness and you said holiness? Yeah. Okay. Um, healthiness, I'm actually kind of still learning. And everything I feel like is is in in who God says we are. Um, so I struggled, I got in a bad car accident um, a couple of years ago and it, it stemmed a lot of like um, PTSD from cars mm-hmm. and then also depression and anxiety, which I struggled with for quite some time. And so um, those are obviously not healthy seasons of my life, but I was still trying to pour out and produce. And so um, in the last couple of, last year actually, I started studying um, demons and spiritual warfare, which is actually not a pretty word for people to hear. <laughs> But I started learning um, about my demons, you know, because believe it or not, depression is a demon, you know, that wants to take hold of your life. It wants to to rob you of what the Lord has for you. And so um, I started reading about demons and spiritual warfare and just what it meant to be a healthy leader. And to my surprise, I was none of that for a long time, but people would never know that. 
Um, and so I believe that my healthiness is, is now where I'm better in a season where I'm better from it. I'm not completely, I still have days where I struggle, but I'm so much better because I realized um, what these demons were. And I allowed the Lord to, to convict me of it, of like, this is what I need to work on. You know, and like my depression for one um, was stemmed in a lot of like abandonment issues. And I call them daddy issues. I have a blog post about it, um, of having like daddy issues growing up. And so um, the Lord had really kind of like exposed that in me. And it was like, we need to work on this in order for you to be healthy. Because no matter how many smiles or pictures I put on Instagram, I wasn't dealing with things in, internally. Um, and so that's what the Lord has been showing me, even over the last years, just how to deal with these things internally. That way I'm not only happy and healthy on the outside, but happy and healthy on the inside. Um, so I think that's really allowing the Lord to reveal these things because it was something that I've kind of known, but it wasn't until I was ready to know it, know it so I can work on it, that the Lord was like, it was revealed and exposed. And it's like, okay, let's, let's fix it now. Um, and so I think that's what healthiness is because it wasn't until um, these moments that I really felt a release in my spirit of just feeling, being better. Um, mm -hmm. So, like I said, abandonment was one thing. And so I'm a person that I cry when my friends leave and I'm not friends with someone anymore or just like parting ways. Like I cry like a baby. And so that a lot of that stemmed from like daddy issues that I never worked on. And so the Lord allowed me to work on these things. And so now it's like, I honestly don't cry about it anymore. Like I'm like, well, I wish you the best. I love the time that we had together. And if this is just not it anymore, then so be it. Like, I've mm -hmm. just realized that I'm not as like emotionally attached the way I used to be, which would cause my depression uh, yeah. to kind of spiral at moments. So um, just so thankful for, for learning healthiness um, from the Lord. And these are things like, I mean, you can always find them biblically, but I encourage people to read books. Um, there's an incredible book called Replenish, and it's called Leading from a Healthy Soul. And that book literally changed my life because I didn't realize how unhealthy I was and even yeah. unhealthy conversations that I was having. So um, super thankful for that. And then holiness. Um, mm -hmm. Now I think about Justin Bieber's song every time people <laughs> say holy. Um, <laughs> I believe, um, and it and it sounds so Christian and cliche, but it just just being in the Lord's presence. Um, because when we're, when you think of holy, you think of something that is honestly just so pure in a sense, um, in a good way. And so um, I think my holiness is, is found when, I'm most in the word of God because when I'm not that's when things will start to change for me where I notice like my attitude isn't all the way there and then I'm wanting to to get involved with things I probably have no business getting involved in and so in order mm -hmm. to keep a, a holy kind of like mindset of just walking in holiness um it's being completely in the word of God whenever yeah. I whenever I can because when I'm in the word it, it keeps me away from doing these things and the less time I spend in the word, it's like the more times I'm out with friends, I probably shouldn't be hanging out with all the time, you know, so um, just being planted and rooted in the word of God, that way, I kind of don't get myself in the situations that I shouldn't be in. Yeah. Wow, I love that insight. My unique, you're so vulnerable. And that's such a grace to the women listening. I really appreciate it. Um, I also really appreciate just your understanding um, a lot of times when we think of these words, and that's why I like to ask them because they sit with different yeah. people, different ways. Yeah. Um, but healthiness is probably one of the most misunderstood thing that, um, that I talk about with people, um, not even mm -hmm. 
on this podcast, but just in general, a lot of times healthiness goes to, okay, well, you know, I've lost this much weight or I'm eating this kind of food, but, but the understanding of mental health and, and the health that comes through Christ, like you shared, but also just through grace in general, that when we experience life situations and how we grow from them establishes our health to a huge degree. And so I really appreciate your understanding of that and your willingness to share your experience. I can't, I can't imagine, like you shared at the beginning, how such a beautiful ministry, um, you know, it seems unfair to stem from death and it seems unfair to be robbed from something, um, for the Lord to ask you to do something great, but your ability to trust in him, even in the moment of despair and of, and of pain and suffering, um, has been a grace to all the people you've come in contact with. And over in part two, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing more about the relationships you've built through your ministry. Um, I know a lot of people like your posts and comment, and sometimes I see you comment in response. And so I'm, I'm led to believe that, you know, you're meeting people along the way and I can't wait to hear about that. Um, for part one of this episode, we're just going to close now in prayer. And I would just love to invite all the ladies listening. Um, if you want to hear more of my unique story, if you want to hear a little bit behind the scenes about who she is and what she does, um, and some advice she can share with us about how we can pray and how we can learn to trust in the Lord, just even in our own littleness, um, whether we don't pray at all now, or whether we have phenomenal prayer lives, um, we'll, we will look forward to hearing her advice to growing in holiness that way. Um, if you want to hear that part of the episode, there will be a link below to my Patreon. Patreon is a subscription that for as little as $2 a month, you can join um, our mission here, which is to help women grow in prayer and foster relationships with Christ. Uh, we use the Patreon subscription to aid this podcast. We also use it to help people along the way. We've given coffee money to ladies who are just having a rough day or um, coming into the church or whatever it might be that they need extra love for, as well as creating blessing bags for the homeless. So there's, there's a ton of different ways that this ministry is coming alive. And I'm so grateful for those of you who have taken the time to support it um, financially, but also just spiritually, those of you who have joined us along the way, listening to all these episodes and hearing all the grace that these women have to offer us. But if you want to hear part two, you can click that link and head over to Patreon. Uh, My unique, I'm just going to close this part one in prayer, and then we will head over to Patreon together. Okay. Yes, let's go. All right. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Lord Jesus, I just thank you for the gift of mission. I thank you for the gift of being disciplined in our discipleship and trusting that you are good. I thank you for the delight in the little things like mustard seeds and how you use those to invite us closer in. I thank you for the gift of vulnerability to share our stories when um, it may have been tough experiences for us to go through, but that in doing so, we can touch others' hearts and the grace that is formed there. I thank you for my unique and her trust in you, her love for you, and the reality that her life is so centered on you that you've been interwoven into all her points of conversation today. I ask for continued prayers over her, for continued prayers over what she might be carrying today or this week or this year. Continued prayers over her personal prayer life, maybe the things that 
aren't shared on social media that you're working on through her, but also in Thanksgiving for all the things that are shared so that other people can come to know and love and serve you better and more closely. We praise you, Lord. We bless you and we thank you. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you.